Hello, and welcome to the Activation Nation podcast, your weekly source of actionable advice from industry experts in self-development, health, life managed products, network marketing, and more to help you activate your wellness, your business, and your life. Today's episode focuses on industry, one of the four pillars of belief. But first, the legal stuff. You may hear our guests talk about the income they've earned or how their health has been affected with LifeVantage. Please note that the average annual earnings of a typical active LifeVantage distributor in 2021 was $704. For the most up-to-date information, please click the link in our show notes. Any product statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, here's your host to dive into today's story to help you activate your life. Hello, 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 Activation Nation. Welcome to the Activation Nation podcast. I am your host, Colton Smith, one of the directors of sales here at LifeVantage. And this week's episode is a great one where I had an opportunity to sit down with my main man, Mr. Rye Fry. In this week's episode, you're gonna hear about Rye's journey into the industry of network marketing. And this is chock full of amazing content. He's he's a quote machine. So there's no, there's no shortage of amazing quotes and inspiration in this week's episode. So we hope that you enjoy. And without further ado, Let's go ahead and have Mr. Rye Fry take it away. I'm, I'm here. I'm I, excited to be here. I think I think the first question we have to ask uh, right off the bat, and I think it's the most important question: Are you the most handsome man at LifeVantage? I think I am. I I would. I, I've been here for a long time, okay, and I would just say, in my almost 13 years, I, I think Rye Fry is the most handsome. Okay. I, I, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to stop pushing against it and I'm going to fully lean into it and accept it. And I think you're exactly I, that's, right. That's what I've been waiting. That's what we <laughs> for. Right, right before we got on, we were talking about, you know, Ryan and I are sort of in the same boat where, uh, you know, we are going from maybe brown hair to less brown hair that might look a little bit more gray. And I would say that I think it's a pretty good look, the salt and pepper look. And I mean, you got it a little bit, but my man. I'm kicking I, against it. I think it looks. I think it looks legit. Thank That's you. All I'm saying. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So just more. Should to... I just lean into that and embrace that? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm really kicking against it, and I'm like, man, I'm taking my product. I'm I'm doubling down so that I are can you drinking slow three collagen a day. Down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my kids know. are drinking it because they look at my beard. They look at my white hair, and they're like, Dad, I'm not doing any of that. So they're they're on it and yeah. rocking and rolling. I yeah. think I think you're rocking it. Thank I, you. I think you're rocking it. And my only goal is to I want to be just like you. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm aiming for. <laughs> that's I'm scary. Go, I'm going that route. And we're we're going to be twins. That's that's that that's scary. what I'm aiming for. Uh, but Rye Fry is someone that I've been able to work with now for a number of different years. Uh, been a you know last year I think was a really big year for you. Um, yeah. I remember you uh, may have gotten married. I think I saw you at your wedding reception. You were I, there. I believe I was there. You, were, you believe you were there, you, or you were there? I, I'm pretty sure I saw. Pretty sure I saw you recently married. Uh, also, I mean, within the last couple of years, you joined the Pro Ten ranks at yeah. Life Vantage. Now, at the time when when this airs, we're going to be transitioning over to Evolve. But this mm -hmm. is someone that's hit the highest ranks at Life Vantage. Very experienced in the industry of network marketing. Um, and uh, you know, in all the years that I've worked to, worked with you. It was only last year we we did a call together that I actually officially got to hear 
your story, like your, <laughs> your full on story. And I, I've learned so much about you, like, you know, not only your, your experience within the industry, but that you have a background with beef jerky, beef jerky, man, my favorite, maybe my favorite food of all. I time. was the my taste favorite. tester. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that might explain a lot to a lot of people. I, like I, every batch that came into the oven, I had to taste it. I had to make sure that it, it was that passed specs. And so we ate a lot of beef jerky. Thank goodness it was, you know, natural style, protein driven, sure. Atkins diet was going. So I didn't gain too much weight, but man, I ate a lot of beef jerky. But man, what a cool job. Yeah. Like that, I mean, that is there an opportunity to expand uh, the Life Edge product line into, into beef jerky? If we I think we could route, pull it off. I think we could. You, you'd be our first go. I think there's good enough you know margins. Like it. people love it. We could ship it all over the world. Like game on. Let's go. Game on. Let's, let's go. go. But I, I'd love for you just to share a little bit with everyone listening right now, just a little bit of kind of your, your background, you know, kind of your upbringing, where you're from and how you transitioned into, you know, not just into the wonderful world of beef jerky, but also into the world of, <laughs> of, of this particular industry, because I think that all feeds feeds together. So let's, yeah, let's hear a man, little bit. where, where do I begin? Um, I won't, I'll, I'll keep it really high level with regard. Cause there is so much to it. I sure. mean, honestly, I've, I've got a tremendous story with regards to how it all weaves together and how I find myself here in this podcast with the greatest company and in this space. And, um, it started back. Why don't we go way back to go my, way back. my grand let, let's start, before I was even a thought. Oh, we are, we're going way back. <laughs> Cause I think it's, I think it's really, it's, it's a part of my story that I don't share with too many people, Sure, but it actually affects every single person in this industry that hears my voice based on some of the pioneers of the industry back in the 50s. We're going to go way back to 1950s. Love it. Um, my grandfather, Donald Pickett, um, started an a MLM company that was in 1957, one year before Amway. Wow. And it was back when Shackley had just started in 1956 out of California. My grandfather started his company that was called Neil Life, um, which is now called GNLDs, Golden Neil Life Diamite, um, rank, still ranked in the top 100 in the industry. And he worked with the DSA. I mean, we're talking the 1950s. <laughs> my, my grandpa was pioneering this industry that he fell in love with. And a lot of people ask like, well, how did you get into that, right? And sure. he was, the way he got into it is he was selling um, pots and pans door to door. And literally with my grandma, where he would go in and cook with this, this cookware and show how much better his steak was with this particular, you know, pots and pans. And then my grandma would be cleaning the dishes. And then all of a sudden it morphed into, he heard about this, you know, MLM or multi-level marketing or this tiered structure. And he started to, he basically said, I could do this. And he, he, he started with one product, went to over 200 products. Wow. And like I said, he's changed hundreds of thousands of, of different individual people's lives. Well, I wasn't even a thought. And so here he runs that company from 1957 up to the late seventies, right? And eventually he sold out and he sold that company and he made a fortune. So back in the seventies, you know, to sell a network marketing company at the time of over a hundred plus million, it was like, holy cow, his whole life had changed. 
And what's really unique about my grandpa is that he started that business um, when he was in his 50s. Think about that. Wow. You know what I mean? That's like Colonel Sanders type, type, type stuff. <laughs> it, it, right? is. Yeah. it is. But what was really cool about it is that I didn't know any of this. I just grew up with a grandfather. I was born in 1976. And I just had a grandfather that was very wealthy. And I loved my grandpa. He's my greatest mentor. We had a really amazing connection as grandson and grandfather. But where that connection was is that he bought a cattle ranch in McCammon, Idaho as a tax shelter. And so we raised beef. He, we had performance, you know, horses. He had this 3,000 acre ranch and he just went up there every, every chance he got. Well, me as a little kid, I'd just go up and ride horses. I'd fish, I'd do all sorts of stuff, but I'd hear these stories. Like, like you want to talk about a boring drive, get in with your 70 plus year old grandpa that still listens to Waylon Jennings on a on an AM FM tape cassette Subaru, and you have a two and a half hour drive with no cell phones or nothing. So you're either listening to Waylon Jennings or you're talking to my grandpa, and he would just share story after story after story about who independent distributors that came in, postman, the saleswoman, the grocery clerk that said, "I'm going to control my life." I love this product. I love this tiered structure. This is how I can gain leverage. And all of a sudden his company is growing and still growing to this day. And it's a shocking to where now I'm older and now in the industry, right? And I, all of those stories now make complete sense to me about how powerful this industry is. But also what I loved about the, you know, my grandfather is that I remember, so how I coming back to beef jerky, sure. right? Think of this. The only reason I got involved in beef jerky was taking his cattle and turning it into a finished product. And we did that and we were successful. The Atkins diet was going crazy, all natural protein style. Um, and we went from zero sales to a million a month and kept growing. Long story short, we we're gonna take his cattle, turn it into a finished product. What we found out is that you can only use 2% of the cow for beef jerky. And so we went to a local, you know, here in Draper, Utah, we bought about 18 to 25,000 pounds a week. And we started growing our beef jerky company to see stores and grocery stores. So I was legitimately 22 years old, newly married, had my first daughter. Um, our second was on the way. And I'm sitting here going, I'm a beef jerky salesman. I'm a Skill. beef jerky hey, taste that's tester. The and that's the dream. And that was I'm the beef dream. Beef jerky salesman yes. and taste tester. Yes. But Colton, here's why it was the dream. And here's the crazy mindset that I had to start working through, right? You think about it, I had total job security. So a lot of people in the world think they have job security, right? My job security was, it's my grandpa's cattle, it's my brother's company, my grandfather funded the company, I'm now an employee, I am part of the family, I have job security for life, and I thought I'd hit the mother load. High school educated, no college, job security. Dude, like sure. I, had, I had the golden ticket, right? Fast forward, we go through growth pains, and all of a sudden my brother raises more capital to keep up with the demand. He dilutes himself in stock, and we get a three-day severance package. And now I'm going, oh my wow. gosh, what just happened, right? So here I am. I was 27 at the time. I had two daughters, one on the way. 
I was building a half a million dollar home and I thought, what just happened to my life? I have no money coming in, zero income. And it was for the first time in my life that I realized that I never had control over my life, ever. Now, I don't tell you the story to say, oh, I feel bad for Rye Fry because he got a pink slip. Everyone's gotten a pink slip. Everyone's had that call from a boss or from an, an owner and saying, hey, we're, we're pivoting or, or the company's changing or whatever. But what it does, it puts you in a, in a mindset to where, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna go back and be a slave at another you know, employer and, and just work for trading time for dollars? Well, I just experienced that and I was terrified because what I realized for the first time in my life, Colton, was this, I never had control over my life. 100% of it. Like someone had the ability to turn the financial spout yeah. off and they did. Yeah. And I literally, I was terrified. I remember driving up I-15 and I didn't want to go home and face my former wife at the time. I was like, what am I going to do? High school educated, no college, nothing. And here I am going, what am I going to do to provide financially for my kids and my family? And so I, re I remember I got tears in my eyes. My telephone rings. Now, if you get a call, if 10, if your phone rings, 10 times in Utah, nine of it is going to be about MLM. Like, like legitimately, I get that many calls where it's like, hey, come over and do this. Hey, we're doing an after party. Hey, we're doing something. Come and listen to this guy. Well, I got that call as I'm driving home, tears in my eyes. And some, one of my buddies says, hey, come over and just listen to this guy speak about a company that's going to be growing from small to big. And I was like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm on, I'll be there. Why? Because I didn't even want to face my former wife. I was terrified. I didn't have any answers. So no kidding. I get to this place. I'm kind of wiping tears out of my eyes. I sit in the very back. And for the first time, I hear a gentleman in Dockers. He's got these little corduroy pants on, tennis shoes, New Balance. And I find out this gentleman's name is Nathan Ricks. Now, if you know that name, Nathan Ricks is a legend in this industry. He is a monster. Unfortunately, we just lost Nathan Ricks um, less than a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, um, where he had a plane accident. And um, But he was a mentor to so many people. Well, he was the one doing the, doing the program. He was the one doing the presentation. And it was interesting as I sat in the back there, and I've got my arms, legs crossed. I'm just angry at the world, feeling sorry for myself. And this cat starts to speak. And I find myself just getting closer and up and out of my seat and going, what is going on? And what he was talking about, he wasn't just talking about a company and products and you can get rich. He was talking about mindset, mm -hmm. like legit mindset where you have to get out of this employee mindset, trading time for dollars. You need to control your own life. You need to be on this side of the cash flow quadrant. It's the first time I'd ever heard any of that. And all of a sudden I'm like, well, I just had this experience. I just lost exactly what he was talking about mm -hmm. that could potentially happen to everyone just happened to me. Like legitimately, I'm like, I've got my hand like that just happened, like, like to validate <laughs> the meeting. I didn't do that. But at the same time and deep down and I'm like, what is this? And I signed my independent distributorship in, um, it was in uh, 19 or sorry, 2003 is when I first said yes to this industry. And, and jumped I signed, right in. jumped right in and I thought, 
this is, I've got an answer now to my wife. Like, honey, I got it figured out. And I go home and she's like, well, what are we going to do? And, she, and I said, we're going to do network marketing. And, and what was her response? I, I, <laughs> she started crying. Oh, what, <laughs> like, wait, what, what just happened to my life? Oh, you know? <laughs> like, wait, we just Those got tears. married. We got two kids. We're building a house and you're yeah. going to do network marketing. Like, are you crazy? So she calls her parents and is like, my world's over. I made the wrong decision with this guy. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a life. He's going to do network marketing. And I thought, I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure this out. And I remember calling my grandpa. And I was like, Gramps, I said, I'm in. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, he used to call me son. He's like, what are you talking about, son? And I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm a, I'm a network marketing distributor. And I remember he was so happy. I think it was the most proud he's ever been of any of his grandkids of choosing an industry that he had pioneered and loved. Even he was on the corporate side, sure, but he knew the potential of what could happen for my life being an independent distributor. Because his best friends were his master distributors. They'd travel the world. They'd build a massive $100 million plus company. And he knew exactly what was in store for me. And all those stories just came flooding back into my head about all the lessons that he was trying to teach me along the way. That's amazing. And Come we got started. Full circle. Full circle, full baby. Full circle. Born into this industry, maybe went on to the other side. Yep. Ran, lived the beef jerky life, the the, yep. the corporate life for a minute. And, yep. And then eventually brought back to the fold of, of doing network marketing. Network so marketing. obviously, I mean, you never, I guess you never expected to, to be joining the industry, but it sounds like everyone seems like everyone has that moment of high noon where it's for yeah. one reason or another that the industry finds them and and it's go time and it sounds like that was your time i'd be interested to hear <laughs> kind of your experience of like you know you'd spend a, a decent amount of time you know living the corporate life doing sales all that all that yeah. sort of stuff how did your how did your first call go you know once you once you made that decision you signed up okay you're going to do network marketing. <laughs> like, who did you call first? Like, outside of your grandfather, like, who did you call first about sure. that opportunity? And and how did it go? Did no, they... that's a great question because it's something that I honestly, I reflect back on it a lot. And I was never fearful of calling anyone. Like, I wasn't bashful. I wasn't, what am I going to say? Because the mentor of mine said, listen, if you want to work with me, you are gonna put a three-way call on. I'm like, what's a three-way call? I've never even heard. How do I even do that on my phone, right? This is back in 03, 04-ish. And long story short, um, I remember putting like 16 people on a phone call and Nathan did all the heavy lifting, like my upline. He was mm -hmm. like, I'll take care of it. You just get people there. And he left me one thing that I'll never forget. He says, In good presenters come and go. It's the inviters that make the dough. And I'm like, this is my second call with this guy, yes. right? I'm like, what is this guy talking about? But lo like, as I matured in the industry, I knew exactly what he meant. Meaning, if you learn how to invite people to just listen to the story of Life Vantage, just, you don't have to be the messenger. You don't have to be the message. You just have to get people in front of the story of Life Vantage. And what I found out, Colton, is that people buy one thing, benefits. It's not up to me, and this is what I learned early in my career, it's not up to me to point out all the different benefits of LifeVantage and the products and how the comp can pay you and so forth. I just get to tell the story efficiently from A to Z. And here's what's interesting about people is that they will see their own benefits in that story. Mm -hmm. They will see, if they're struggling for finances, what do they see in that conversation? 
this is my way out. Yep. If they're looking for health, they'll see, oh my gosh, pro tandem, I need this. And I never, not going to ever take this because there's the science. So however anyone looked at the industry or our particular company at the time, my goal has always been just tell the story. They'll see the benefits. They buy the benefit and they'll get started one way or another as a customer or distributor. And so literally, I'll never forget that. Good presenters come and go. It's the inviters that make the dough. So I just started learning, fill the rooms. Just get people there, get them in front of the information. And my life went vertical. Like we're talking 27 years old. My life does a complete 180. And I'll be honest with you, we called one guy here. And it was a buddy of mine's brother-in-law. And his name was Derek. And Derek got fired up. And I was like, this is easy. It was my first call. He joined. Like, this is money, right? <laughs> and But here's the lesson in that. Derek was terrified. But he introduced me to one person. He literally made one call. And it was to the, this person in California. His name was Mike. And I mean, I still remember it like it was yesterday. Mike is an Israeli. And he says, I want to open up Israel. And I was like, we can do that. <laughs> I'm like two weeks into the business, had no idea how it worked. I'm like, of course we can open Israel. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I, I guess I'll do that. And I, so I went to the vice president of sales and I'm like, can we open Israel? And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, I've got this distributor in California. He wants to open Israel. And he goes, okay, if you do 75,000, two consecutive months in Israel, I'll open the market for you. And so I was like, done. And I wow. went to work, just ignorance on fire. I had no idea. I called my upline. I'm like, he's like, I'm like, what do you think? And he's like, you're wasting your time. And so I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going to get on phone calls. And so Mike, this guy, started putting me on phone calls every night. They're nine hours ahead. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, we're talking 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 people at a time. We're coming to Israel. We're going to open, you know, da, 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 da. And no kidding, I'm on. The next thing I know, I'm on a flight to Israel. I mean, I'm like ignorance on fire. Like this is my first couple months into the deal, right? And um, I remember waking up and everyone had their arms wrapped up. You know what I mean? They're like praying to the, I don't know if they pray to the East or the West or whatever it is, but they had all their stuff, all the halal foods coming out. And I'm like, where and what am I doing? Like, this is crazy. But I'll be honest, that one introduction, we went over to Israel, we opened Israel in a period of six months, that experience exploded my business. It ping-ponged me back up into Eastern Europe, all through 13 countries in Eastern Europe. And I became one of the fastest team elites of that company within, um, it took me um, 14 months. I was one of only 54 leaders that have ever hit that level and was one of the fastest at the time. And so the lesson is what? Just open your mouth, be passionate about something and understand and trust that one person can absolutely change your life, like legitimately change your life forever. I would, and and you know what I would love to ask you as well, because I, I think you're, you know, you're laying it out there where you're, you know, you, you jump into the industry and you just talked about like ignorance on fire, like your situation, you have, this is it, like you need this to see, this is it, I gotta, yeah. I gotta make this work. And so you're going out there and you are sharing, you're inviting, um, inevitably, maybe I'm assuming there are some people that maybe told you no here and there. Oh, absolutely. That, that maybe didn't want to hear. Um, for people that are, I think there's a lot of people that may be listening right now that that is probably a, a, 
a difficult thing for them is that invite and overcoming yeah. objections that some people will have that fear of of getting a no like oh my gosh i can what if i tell this person about this opportunity or tell them about this product and they they say no or they make a comment like what do you tell yeah. what do you say to someone like what's your best advice and in, in all your years of experience within this industry what's the best advice you can give to someone like that man the bet well i'll give you the the advice that resonated with me at the time is Nathan said this, you can never say the right thing to the wrong person and you can never say the wrong thing to the right person. And think about that. You can never say the right thing to the wrong person. You can never say the wrong thing to the right person, which eliminated what? All the fear that I ever had of getting rejected because all I knew is that I just had to tell the story. It wasn't up to me to sit and dissect and look in the mirror and be like, oh, well, you forgot to talk about the products and you forgot to talk about the science of it. And that's why they said no. I never faced any of that because I knew I could trip, stumble, fail miserably, but to the right person mm -hmm. like Derek and Mike, they saw it. Even though I was brand new, I didn't even know what I was talking about. I was just passionate. But I've also had flawless, I'm talking Colton, flawless presentations. And that person's like, nope, not, I, I don't see this at all. And you're like, how do you not see this? Mm -hmm. This is crazy, right? And so that quote gave me so much confidence to know that it was never about me. It's, it's more about the timing of where people are at in their lives, where their pendulum swinging to where all of a sudden they might be swinging opposite and different than us or this company or these products. But there are people that all of a sudden, boom, that pendulum, you know, is, is paralleled. They're swinging motionlessly together to where automatically you're now dealing with the person that's like, I love this. I'm so glad I found this company. I'm so glad I found these products, right? Um, and then another key moment for me was when another mentor of mine at that particular company said, network marketing is like this, Rai Fry. If I came up to you, Colton, and I said, hey, Colton, grab your shovel. We're going to go outside right now, and we're going to dig a ditch. And that ditch is going to be two feet wide by five feet long and three feet deep. Okay, what's your emotion? What's your mind saying? Man, it's saying that's a lot of hard work. It, yeah, like that's crazy. I gotta go I, do I, this. I immediately also just started thinking I'm digging. Yeah, you my got own anxious. Grave. <laughs> yeah, you're digging your own grave, which is hard work. Yes, right. It is. But is it an easy decision? Yes, it is. It's an easy decision. It's hard work. Now let me ask you this question. He says this. He's like, Rifer, let me ask you this question. Go call 25 people in five days. Easy work, hard decision. Yes. Right? Right. So you have hard work, hard or easy work, hard decision, or hard decision, easy work. Yep. And network marketing to me was just that. That if I could just overcome the ability to just run the numbers and tell the story, I knew if I ran the numbers long enough and consistent enough that the MLM gods would smile down on me. Like it would just work out. And, and, and there's a lot of trust in my uplines because that's what they had done 20 years prior. They ran the numbers and now they're in a different place than they are today. And so for the brand new person that can hear my voice, if I asked you to go make 25 phone calls about Life Vantage and you don't know much about Life Vantage, easy work, hard decision. But if I asked you to go dig the ditch with me, hard work, easy decision. That's what network marketing was. Yeah. It's just, if you can get through that mindset to say, it's not about me, 
I'm going to face rejection, but every rejection is bringing me closer to my goals and my dreams and living a life that another quote, you'll notice me, Colton, I'm a quote king. I, I love I it. love them. Right? But there was a quote that I heard and it said this, live like no one today so you can live like no one tomorrow. That's awesome. Or never sacrifice what you want most for what you want now. And if you look at our world today, let's be honest, how many people on a day-to-day -day basis sacrifice what they want most? I don't know what that is for each person. For me, I had three children under the age of three, a brand new home, and going, my back's against the wall, I need to make this work financially. So I looked at the industry as my financial way out to create leverage in my life and, and influence people that way where other people might be, their, their um, ultimate goal might be health. It might be something totally different. No matter what it is though, how many people do you see daily sacrificing what they want most for what they want now? Hey, come to that party, Colton. We're gonna go party this weekend. And you're going, I still need to make my 10 calls. Mm -hmm. And the difference is never sacrifice what you want most. Well, Colton wants to be financially free. That's what he wants most. So if he hasn't made his phone calls on a Friday night and his friend calls to say, let's go party, and he makes the decision to go party, he just sacrificed what he wanted most. And so I learned that really quick where I got really disciplined in the choices that I made to be successful within that company and to get to my financial goal and dreams is that thing drove me 100%. Live like no one today. Most people are partying on the weekend and living life for the weekend to get away from their Monday through Friday job where I was out on weekends, that's when I was digging deep. That's when I was out telling the story. That's when I was out building my business. So you're living like no one today. Well, I live a totally different life today than my friends. Sure. I mean, no kidding. I call sure. my friends and I'm like, dude, let's go. Let's go skiing for a half a day. And they're like, are you crazy? Like, I've got to work. I'm, I'm off at six o'clock. Do you want to go night skiing? And I'm like, no, I want to spend time with my kids right now. I want to go skiing when they're in school. Live like no one today so you can live like no one tomorrow. So my today wasn't always like it was 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 18 years ago. But for anyone that can hear my voice, I promise you this. When you get that mindset really locked into never sacrificing what you want most for what you want now, and you stay fixated on what you want now, I want to be a pro five. I want to be a master pro 10. I want to, I want to hit the elite ranks. I want to get to pro three. Why? Because my products for free, you know, I'm making money. I stay with the company for five years. When you start looking at the, the statistics of our company, that became motivation to me to be very, very successful. I love, I love that. And it's one of my favorite things about doing these podcasts is especially interview, interviewing individuals like yourself that are at the top ranks of, of, you know, for example, life vantage and at your previous company, I mean, you were talking about hitting a rank that only, you know, 50 plus people have ever, like a small amount of people have ever hit. It requires a lot of work. It requires, you know, putting yourself out there, making those calls and, and, and doing whatever it takes to, to make that happen. It's not, yeah. not net wish marketing, <laughs> net work marketing. That's one of my, it's one is. of my quotes. That's one of my quotes. It is. I, I love that. I'm going to never forget it's, that. It's awesome. But Hey, you know, we are running short on time, but I, I would love to just get your opinion. You know, we were kind of at an interesting point with, with life vantage, you know, you jumped on board here at life vantage a few years ago. We're lucky to have you. We love your leadership. We love your insight. Um, 
I, I remember when you when you hit Pro 10, your presentation when you hit Pro 10, <laughs> when we gave you like that that time on stage, I was backstage just like inspired, fixated on the monitor. I'm like, he's killing it right now. It was, <laughs> so I, I'd love your insight into this where, you know, we, you know, at Life Vantage, we are a, you know, $200 million plus company. We're in a couple dozen countries right now, um, you know, and, you know, we're excited about what's going on, but but especially what's coming down the line with Evolve. I would just more. I would love to get just your a quick insight from you. What makes you most excited about LifeVantage now and where we are going in the future? Man, that's an awesome question, and and it's something that as of late I've really been thinking about. Right, and I think the biggest thing for me, Colton, would be I'm most excited about the new faces that that Evolve is going to create that are going to really be the future of this company. It's exciting to me to know that a lot of the, the pro threes, and I know we're talking old terms now, but um, pro threes, pro fours, pro fives that are going to step up and run knowing that we have to make changes. Like, like the only constant in this world is change. And if you get paralyzed by change, that is not anyone's problem but yours. And so if for, for anyone that can hear my voice, I want them to know change is inevitable as, as, as anywhere in, the, in life, but especially in network marketing and especially this company. And change is not always a negative thing. Like if we stay still, we wouldn't be satisfied with our lives. Like not a chance in, in heck, right? There, there's another quote that I live by. Show me a satisfied man and I'll show you a failure. Meaning if you stay where you're at and you don't evolve, you don't grow, you don't increase your leadership, you don't increase your understanding about the products and the comp plan and art of inviting and presenting and overcoming objections and all of the onboarding someone correctly, like that's your problem. But what a, what a tragedy that is to the people that you're leading that are looking to you as a leader. And so I always looked at that change is inevitable. It's constant. It's changes happening right now with the evolve. And we're going to grow from that. If we stayed where we are, we would eventually go straight backwards. Like they say, if you stay, if you're ripe, you're dang near next to what? Rotten. And so we have to stay in growth mode. Well, what drives growth? Change. And so yes, change is inevitable, but also change forces a person to do what? either shrink and say, oh, I don't want to do that. That that fantasy of, or that, what is it? Fear is fantasized experiences appearing real. So if you're in your brain saying this change is going to change this and it's going to change this and this person's not going to like it and blah, 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 you're going to be paralyzed. But if you look at change and run towards it and understand why there's changes being made and how that's going to be a positive, not only six months from now, but one year from now, two years from now, three years from now to where we get off the plateau at 200 million and we grow to 300, 500, 1 billion. Because this company's destined for that. Like we, we have more science than any other company. We have rock solid products. We have a comp plan that pays very generously on the front end, the middle and the back end. We have tremendous leadership. We have tremendous executives on the corporate side. Like there is no reason that this company cannot absolutely explode and expand around the world. Like there's no reason at all. The only thing is if we look at deep down within ourselves, right, and we're radically accountable, are you going to run towards change and get more educated 
get more refined, get stronger in your skill set, create more effort. Because my success formula is this financial vehicle, network marketing, life vantage. You can't beat that vehicle. Like that vehicle is flawless, right? But times effort, who, who's responsible for effort? You and I, 100%. It's not my upline, downline, zigzag, line, corporate, no one. 100% effort on my side times skill set. Now, for the brand new person, are you a sharpened axe that can go down and cut the tree within seconds? Or are you a sharpened distributor that knows everything about life vantage in this business and how to be a best distributor? No. But if you're willing to work on the skill set of this business and you give yourself one year, two years, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, and you do that consistent effort with the right vehicle, life vantage and the products and work on skill set, you are destined to accomplish any dream or goal you've ever dreamt of in your life. I love it. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. These, these <laughs> mics, I try to drop, I, every time I try to drop them are, yeah, Jeff, our producer here, uh, he doesn't like that. No. So he, he just, if you could lightly put the mics down, that'd be great. Right, it's been amazing, and I and I a hundred percent concur. I mean, this is this is going to be an exciting ride, and once we are at a billion dollars, you and I are going to go celebrate on the golf course. Done. I know when you hit pro ten, you got those new golf clubs, and um, I think I got within a couple strokes of you. Like you're still you, out leading, I man. Think, you're still I out think charging. You did I think you yeah. did? I'm. I, I don't know. Actually, you might. No, you were. We got to go me. back. Out. I haven't beat like, you yet, but we'll, it's we'll happening. Fix. We'll celebrate at, at a billion. Well, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, I love it. Ryan, we appreciate it, my man. Thank you no so worries. much for, for Thanks stopping for having by me. and being, being on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to the Activation Nation podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and share your biggest takeaways from today's discussion with anyone who could benefit from them. This episode is sponsored by Life Vantage Legacy, a nonprofit dedicated to improving lives and building a lasting impact for those in need around the world. Learn more at lifevantage.com. We look forward to sharing more with you during next week's conversation. Thanks for listening and being an important part of the LifeVantage community.